The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. If you could learn more about spirituality and how it can work in your favor, would you be intrigued? Of course you would. It's time to get real. This is Get Real Radio with your host, James Robinson. In our show, we'll interview fascinating guests with the intent of bringing you closer to who you really want to be. Get ready for some of the most profound radio on any airwaves today. Now, here is James Robinson. Welcome to Get Real Radio. I'm your host, James Robinson, and today... We're continuing on in our series of How to Master Your Emotions. And the last uh, show that we did, we focused on the emotion of shame. And today, I want to talk to you about the emotion we know as guilt. And it's one that I think that is pervasive in our society and affects all of us. And if we could master feelings of guilt, then I think we're a long way down the road to living a happy and productive life. But with this series, I wanted to focus on the negative emotions first, and then we'll get on to the positive emotions. But Negative emotions are emotions that cause emotional and physical pain. It causes us to isolate ourselves, and eventually it can even lead to physical symptoms and disease. And as I've explained in earlier shows, uh, emotions are created in a part of the brain that's probably the most ancient part of our brain, uh, what we call the reptilian brain. And originally emotions were survival mechanisms that were created by the mind that uh, sharpened our abilities for fight or flight. And neurologists ooh, neurologists say that these are the most ancient emotions associated with the oldest parts of our brain that existed even before we developed a frontal cortex where our thoughts are coming from. And as we evolved and developed frontal cortexes, we developed positive emotions such as peace, love, acceptance and forgiveness, as the population grew, we needed these emotions in order to interact successfully with all of the other human beings that were coming onto the planet. But the one, one of the most limiting and difficult emotions that we deal with is guilt. And guilt is a feeling or a, uh, an emotion that's based on the belief that we have failed in some way or we have made a mistake or we've done something wrong. And the thing that we have to understand is, is that guilt comes from a much deeper belief system, a belief complex that makes judgments about what we're perceiving and what we're experiencing, and that's where this whole notion of right and wrong comes from. So, 
you know, if you don't really understand, if you've never really taken the time to uh, think about or analyze or, or understand why you think something is right and why you think something is wrong, many times you can have feelings of guilt and you won't even know why you're feeling guilty. It's, you know, you, you don't even know you've done anything wrong. It's just that in your subconscious mind there's a judgment that some behavior was you know, lacking in standard or didn't measure up to some belief that was imprinted or trained upon us early on in life. And that is where it really gets to be complicated because a lot of times we're running around with these belief systems that we were taught at an early age. And what is right and what is wrong is oftentimes a very subjective issue. And if we don't really take the time to understand why we think something is right or why we think something is wrong, then we're just at the mercy of whatever our belief systems, subconscious belief systems are. So one of the first things we have to do is look at our beliefs. I mean, let me give you some examples. There's, and I'm not saying I feel this way, I'm not saying that uh, everybody feels this way, but uh, I have heard comments from people uh, that would say that people who beg for a living, panhandlers, people who sit on the sidewalk and you know ask people that go by for money, there's something wrong with that. I mean, we have a very strong work ethic in this country, and so there's a lot of people that think that begging is demeaning or wrong, and so. But that may not necessarily be the case because a lot of these people don't have the bandwidth or the uh, intelligence or the desire to go out and get a job. I mean, some people are perfectly happy sitting on the sidewalk or sitting on a subway grate, keeping warm, and asking for help. So that doesn't necessarily mean that that's right or wrong. It's just how do we look at that? What do we believe about that? Another example would be welfare mothers who keep bearing children in order to increase their welfare check. Now, that may be a total urban legend. There may not be anybody that's doing that, but I have seen many uh, articles about the fact that that could be a problem uh, with our welfare system because it induces people or motivates people to have more children. I can't, you know, I don't have a judgment about that. I don't necessarily think uh, it's right or wrong. It's just whatever per people's personal choices is, is totally up to them. Now, whether or not the welfare state wants to pay for that, that's a political issue, and your beliefs are going to decide whether you think that's right or wrong. You know, many times, especially living in a cosmopolitan area like New York, you run into a lot of people who don't speak English very well, and I know that they're I have heard people say that, well, if they're living here, why don't they learn how to speak English? Or why do we have to have another language as the official language? Uh, why do we have to translate documents into other languages when English was the first language uh, that was being spoken back 200, 300 years ago? And the thing is, is that it's our belief that decides whether or not that's right or wrong. You know, some people think that rich people or people who inherit a lot of money 
that's wrong, or they're they're not working, they're independently wealthy. That's something wrong with that. And again, that's just a belief. We have to, if we're going to have a self-realized life, if we're going to grow spiritually, emotionally, and mentally, we have to look at the underlying beliefs that cause us that to believe something is right or wrong. And this is where guilt comes from, is this underlying subconscious belief that there is something wrong, or something wrong has happened, or we have done something wrong. As I explained in the last show, you know, the difference between guilt and shame is, is shame is the belief that there is something wrong with us. In other words, we're defective. However, guilt doesn't go, isn't that pervasive. Guilt is the belief that we have committed some act that violates some rule or that we have not lived up to a standard that we have set for ourselves. And guilt and other causes like guilt is based upon the belief that there are merits and demerits in our behavior. In other words, some actions are deemed to be worthy, some actions are deemed to be positive, some actions are deemed to be uh, in the best interest of ourselves and others, while other behavior is believed to be uh, unhealthy and destructive. And so if you do an act that's viewed to be and believed to be good, then there's some merit to that. And that's kind of what the Eastern philosophies call dharma. In other words, if you do a good act, there will be good consequences. On the other hand, if we do an act that we believe is wrong or is injurious to ourselves or to others, then we, uh, the Eastern philosophies attribute the term karma to that. In other words, that karma, uh, if you do something that is unhealthy or unwise or uh, you know, that's injurious, that that will have similar consequences. It all depends on what you believe. So, you know, there are people that actually, they're, <laughs> they're termed psychotic, that they have no sense of right and wrong. In other words, they just act out on whatever impulse or whatever um, emotion that they feel, and they have no conscience. They, they don't think about their actions. And the psychiatrists and the psychologists don't like that. They believe that... Um, you know, people who are psychotic are dangerous to society, and and it may be because they have no checks or balances on what they're doing. The because they have no sense of right or wrong. Now, one thing that guilt does to us is is that it's not only the fact that we may feel bad or we may feel some remorse over doing something we know to be wrong. But the problem with guilt is is that we tend to uh, hold on to it. We tend to beat ourselves up over and over and over again. And that's where the term resentment comes from because resentment is uh, basically from a Latin term which means to think about something over and over and over again. So when you have resentments, it just means that you are thinking about a subject over and over. And oftentimes it's obsessive and compulsive. We have no control over the fact that we keep thinking about that. But if we have this emotion of guilt associated with it, then we tend to 
put ourselves in an emotional prison, in an emotional jail that we don't let ourselves out of. And so we suffer. And we sometimes this suffering can be fairly extensive and people can live their whole life feeling guilty about the fact that they did something wrong or a family member something did something wrong or even a generation of people did something wrong. I have taught many classes in Germany and even today the there's a the recent generation of young adults has angst about what happened in World War II and what the Nazi party did and what the Germans did to other people and they feel guilt about that even though they're several generations removed from it. So a culture can actually foster feelings of guilt if if the if there's something that happened in the culture's past that causes people to have a group sense of guilt um, it's it can tend to make people unhappy and suffer. And so the thing that we, again the thing that we have to be aware of is why do we feel guilty and what we can do if we start to feel guilty. So and that all depends on cultural conditioning um, as well because you know we're taught in our society to achieve in other words, to be the best. We're very competitive. And so if you're not the first person in your class, if you're not voted the homecoming queen, if you're not uh, achieving some desired end, then many times people feel guilty about that. I, I know that I've spent a lot of time in Hong Kong and that area of the world, and it's amazing to me the level of suicides that are recorded in that part of the world because students weren't in the top percentage of their class. And so they feel like they're failures. They feel like life is not worthy, uh, not worthy or they're not worthy. And so they actually uh, commit suicide rather than deal with the guilt of not being the best. Um, so it's, you know, the guilt is, can be a life or death issue for some people and it's not to be taken lightly. Many times, uh, you know, as we're growing up, we learn certain ways to deal with guilt and, you know, we, we, as a culture, uh, think that we're basically trained to repress. In other words, don't think about it. Don't deal with it. Um, if you are feeling guilty about something, then the current way that most people deal with that is to avoid it. They distract themselves rather than let the guilt come out and see what it's, where it's coming from and you know, do whatever you need to do to clear it out. And We'll get to that in a minute, but there are definitely healthy and positive ways to deal with guilt, but the way we're trained as young children is, uh, you know, we're basically trained to feel guilty because our parents want us to succeed. Our, you know, we're certainly taught that in the educational system where people are ranked according to how they perform, and people who don't uh, aren't at the top of their class many times feel guilty that they're not at the top of their class, and yet... Many times we've seen that these are the people that end up being successes in life. Uh, 
however, they're not very happy. So the question is, is how do you deal with guilt and be happy even though you're not living up to some arbitrary standards that either your parents or your teachers or society has set for yourself? Another defense mechanism uh, with dealing with guilt is projection. In other words, if something happens that we don't like or we're experiencing something that we don't like, we either blame ourselves or we blame other people for the fact of, you know, we're not experiencing what we want to experience. And so rather than just look at the emotion itself and the message that the emotion may be giving us, we sit there and we either attribute ourselves, you know, the the blame on ourselves, which obviously leads to feelings of shame because we're obviously not good enough or there's something defective about us. Otherwise, we wouldn't be failures. And so, or it's the, you know, it's the teacher's fault or it's our boss's fault that we're not getting the raises that we feel we deserve or it's our spouse's fault that we're not happy or it's our kid's fault that we're not happy. And so these these feelings that are basically caused by uh, beliefs about the way life should be end up isolating and creating separation between us and the people we love. You know, a lot of times uh, we also use guilt as some sort of a uh, bonding with other people. In other words, you find people who are experiencing the same angst or shortcomings or feeling of guilt, and you tend to uh, associate with these people, which um, also can turn into manipulation. So it's, you know, it, it gets to be fairly ugly sometimes because if you're associating with people who feel guilty and you're feeling guilty, then the sometimes people use that guilt as a manipulation tool to make people behave the way they want them to behave. And it and it's, gets to be very unhealthy. And so we have to be very cognizant. We have to be very aware of the words that come out of our mouth and the people we're associating with. Because it, all it does is negatively reinforce our feelings of guilt and uh, shame. So, you know, people just need to observe, they need to witness, and they need to understand the role that guilt plays in our life. The thing that is, you know, probably the most prevalent is that there are certain cultures that are, you know, let's say, known for their guilt complexes. And I'm talking usually about religious groups. Uh, the Catholics uh, are one group. The, certainly there are very uh, strict disciplines in the Protestant religions that use guilt to control the congregation. Um, you know, there, there are many, many stories about Jewish mothers or Polish mothers or, far, you know, any, anything like that where people are using guilt to control children or their members is something that needs to be looked at. And it can be 
very destructive because I know that uh, being raised in the Christian tradition, uh, the Bible oftentimes is used as a control mechanism because the whole concept of sin is something that is used to control the congregation and and certainly don't want to create a religious debate about this, but I know that having served in the Baptist church and I've served in other denominations, that many times this notion of sin is used to create guilt in the congregation so that they will have to depend on the preacher or the priest or the rabbi to help people with their feelings of guilt, which were actually caused by the religious beliefs in themselves. So it's kind of like a no-win scenario for people who believe in these belief systems uh, because they automatically buy into notions of guilt. And the only way to deal with that guilt is to do what somebody tells you to do. So it's, it's a very disempowering it's, uh, it's very destructive and can be very unhealthy. That uh, is something that can be even generational. As I've said, the Germans have uh, feelings of guilt about what happened 60 years ago, 70 years ago. The, uh, you know, there are other groups that have feelings of guilt and angst about things that happened in their communities. And so it's almost like if you're born into these groups, you're automatically downloaded with a healthy dose of guilt. And it takes a very determined, very disciplined person to rise above those emotions. Um, So just be aware that if you feel guilty about something, you have to look at, well, why am I feeling guilty what am I feeling guilty about? And is this something that I can do something about? And one of the things we're going to do on the show is to uh, explain to you some ways that you can actually get through this guilt, let it go, and get away from these notions that you're defective or you've done something wrong because it's very, very unhealthy. So, the first thing I would, I would like to share with people is that we have to remember that one of the primary purposes of life, and everybody wants to know what their life purpose is, and I, and I frequently tell people that our life purpose is to live. That's all, is to experience everything that we're experiencing in life and to have a positive attitude about it all. We can certainly experience things and feel guilty about it, or we can experience this very same things and be positive, joyful, happy. Uh, And it's, as I've said many times, this is a choice, that we have the power to decide whether we're going to be happy or whether we're going to feel guilty or whether we're going to feel some other emotion. Um, You know, the the thing is, it's ironic because being a lawyer in past years, I certainly became very acquainted with the term guilty. And all that means is is that somebody finds that you did an act. And although many times that's in a criminal context, and so there are going to be consequences 
for your behavior, that doesn't necessarily mean that you've done something wrong. It just means that uh, people feel that you did it. And uh, certainly there are a lot of checks and balances about what the consequences of those actions are. But feeling, you know, guilty has nothing to do with feeling guilty. It just has to do with recognizing and being responsible for your actions. You don't have to feel bad about it. You just sit there and recognize the fact that, yes, I did that. You don't go into denial. You don't go into, you know, repression or projection. You say, yes, I did that. I don't want to do that again. And I'm going to change what I, you know, my behavior so that it doesn't happen again. That's not guilt. That's responsibility. Guilt is when you sit there and you say, I've done something terribly wrong. I'm going to beat myself up about it for the rest of my life, and, and hopefully I can manipulate some people and to feel sorry for me so that uh, you know, they will do what I want them to do. So this is how the feeling of guilt can get confused with, yes, I'm taking responsibility for my actions, and I will change my behavior so that that won't happen again. So we're going to take a break and get into, after the break, we'll get into some of the strategies, some of the techniques that can help us deal with the feelings of guilt that people have and some positive ways to become better people. This is Get Real Radio. I'm your host, James Robinson, and we're talking about the emotion of guilt, and we will be right back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America Business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. The world we live in has become a crazy place. 
Poverty is at an all-time high in the wealthiest nation on earth. We keep calling on government to save us with new programs. And now, we have more people using food stamps than any time in our history. This problem continues to get worse. The answer to poverty is in our homes, churches, and communities, and through our children. Get the answers from The Mickey Ellison Show, Wednesdays at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern, on Voice America Variety. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now. 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Get Real Radio with James Robinson. We'd love to hear from you. Please call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to mr.jamesmedia at gmail.com. That's mr.jamesmedia at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Get Real Radio, and I'm your host, James Robinson, and we're talking about the emotion of guilt. And this segment, I want to talk about what we can do to let go of the feeling of guilt that we may have from time to time because of beliefs that we may have that are maybe impossible to live up to, but it's uh, something that limits our experiences. It causes us to suffer and be miserable. And so I want to give you some ways that you can actually heal your guilt. So the first thing that you have to do is you have to understand if you're feeling guilty, it's based on a judgment that you have formed, based on a belief that you have, and you're probably in your subconscious mind, that you've done something wrong or a rule has been broken. And so the first thing you have to do is understand that that judgment is just an illusion. It doesn't mean that you're free to go break every rule in the book because every action has a consequence. However, how you feel about that is totally a choice that you make on on a conscious basis on every day. So what you need to do is when you're feeling the feeling of guilt, and like many emotions, you know, it's very difficult to describe how 
guilt feels other than for me there's a sinking feeling in your stomach that you're uh, you may experience stress you may get anxious and uh, just the very very depressed feeling comes across your body and so if you're feeling like that and you know that based on your experiences you're feeling guilt look at whatever it is you're judging uh, your behavior. And, you know, it's, it doesn't necessarily mean that you've done something wrong. You can feel guilty if someone, a close associate or your loved one or your children have done something wrong. I know that many times my parents would get very upset with me when I would misbehave. And that's because they would feel guilty that they weren't good enough parents. That is you know, something that definitely needs to be looked at and on an individual basis because, you know, most parents do the best they can and their children are oftentimes willful people and they will do whatever they think is best in the moment. And just because the parent may disagree with their behavior, that doesn't mean they need to feel guilty about it. So, and they don't have to project that guilt into the child and make the child feel guilty because many times we just are experiencing events in our life to learn. And going back to our life purpose, just to live, you know, that is means to experience whatever it is we're experiencing and, and see is that have positive results or negative results? Does that have results that we like or does that have results that we don't like? And so we basically structure our behavior, our personality, our character, and who we think we are around these rules of behavior and feelings of guilt that happens when we don't live up to those rules of behavior. So if you look at it and you objectively realize that, okay, this is a judgment that I'm forming around this behavior. So why do I feel that way? And why is one of the best questions you can ask yourself whenever you're getting into emotional work because emotions sometimes happen and we don't even know why. So you have to ask yourself why and keep asking yourself why for every statement that your mind comes up with. So if you, for example, uh, you don't get a raise. And you're feeling bad about that. You're feeling guilty because somehow you weren't good enough. Your belief is is that you're not good enough, and so you feel guilty that you didn't meet some goal or achieve some result that you were hoping for. So when you're in that situation and you're feeling guilty about not getting that raise, ask yourself, why do I feel guilty about not getting that raise? And you'll have an answer. And then whatever that answer is, Ask why. Why is that true? And eventually, you will get down to the core belief that is causing this emotion, and you can decide at that point whether or not you want to keep that belief. And so when you get down to these core issues or these core beliefs, then you can make a decision about whether that's serving you. Is that in your best interest? Is that healthy? Or is that causing you suffering and misery that is unhealthy? So one thing that is very, very uh, beneficial 
is just to sit down, and if you're feeling guilty about something, sit down and start asking you these, uh, yourself these questions of why, 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 why. And you will come to an answer eventually that you will understand, and then you can make decisions whether or not that's an appropriate belief or not. Another way that you can deal with the feelings of grief is to meditate. And sometimes meditation uh, is simply a way of quieting your mind, but it's also a way of drilling down to uh, the causes of your guilt that would otherwise go unnoticed because we're trying to distract ourselves or we're trying to repress ourselves or we're blaming other people for it rather than going inside and getting to the root of it and letting that go. You know, certainly if, if you're depression, uh, if you're depressed or you're having anxiety attacks or you're unable to deal with the feelings of guilt, you, you know, certainly go get professional help. There are many, many people who specialize, uh, therapists, psychologists, alternative healers, uh, and other professionals that can help us, guide us into uh, positive mindsets so we can deal with these feelings that somehow we've done with something wrong, when in fact, many times we haven't. So in order to meditate and to let go of the guilt, simply sit down and be still and breathe deeply. In and out, count to the count of six or more, in, and then Breathe slowly out. And then what you want to do is look at your uh, life and the things, that whatever events led up to you feeling guilty as you're watching a play on Broadway, a very, very dramatic play, one of the best dramatic plays you've ever seen. Now imagine that you are playing the title role. And it's very emotional. You have to fake tears. You have to scream and yell. You have to make people believe that you are a victim. You have to make people believe that there's something wrong with you. You have to make people believe that you've really screwed something up. That's your part that you have to play in this play. And you're playing it in front of a packed house. And you're going to get an Emmy. You're going to get an award if you can convince all of these people that you're feeling really guilty. But it's not really who you are. It's just a part that you're playing. So what you want to do is realize that there really isn't any reason for you to feel guilty. It's just a role that you're playing. It's just a part that you're playing. These are lines that were written for you long ago. The fact that you're doing it very well doesn't mean that you actually have to feel guilty. And you detach from the emotion. Feel the difference between the emotion 
and the actor. And there is a difference. Now you can understand the concept of the separation of who you are, your awareness, your conscious being from your thoughts and your feelings. And if you can sense, feel, understand that there is a separation between who you are and this feeling that you're experiencing, which is just simply a part that you're playing, you can stop playing that role anytime you want. You can let it go. You don't have to have these feelings of guilt. You just let it go. Just imagine that you're reading from a script. And the lines that you're reading are the lines that have thoughts that have been going through your head as you're feeling guilty. And with any script, you can put it down. Or you can tear it up. So just when you're feeling guilty about something, sit down, breathe deeply, calm your mind, and see it just as a role that you're playing on a stage in front of a packed audience and you're reading from a script and just tear up the script. Let go of your feelings of guilt because you are not that feeling. That feeling is something that you were basically trained to do. Because our parents, our teachers, our educational systems, our, the people that compete with us all want us to feel guilty because that way they can control us. And if you can let go of those feelings of guilt, you cannot be controlled. You know, one of the most powerful statements you can say to anybody who says, don't you feel guilty? is to say no. Because I have done nothing wrong. Now that doesn't work very well if you've broken some criminal law and you're standing in front of a judge and the judge is wanting you to feel remorseful. But still, the idea is that whether or not you feel guilt is your choice. It all depends on what script you want to play, what script you want to read to the people in your life. And you can write your own script for however you want to play your life at any time. This is how powerful you are. So just remember that the feeling of guilt is something that's based on a judgment that you were trained to make in order to manipulate you and control you. And you don't have to play that role. And when you can let go of these feelings of guilt, you can actually become much more objective. You can become free. The past does not have to keep you imprisoned. You know, one of the greatest lines or statements I ever 
heard was that we uh, create our own prison and we are our own jailer. And that's because of these feelings of guilt that sometimes cause us to uh, suffer, to disempower ourselves, and to behave the way that society wants us to behave. Just You can say to yourself, I am free from the past. I choose to free myself. I choose to let go of these feelings of guilt. And the more you can do that, the more free you will become. The happier you will be. And finally, I want to explain to you that when you are free and you free yourself from these negative emotions, you can experience life in a whole different way. Because you're taking responsibility for your actions. You are aware of the consequences of your actions and you act accordingly. So take guilt as a gift. Understand that the feeling of guilt is actually a message to yourself that there's some underlying belief that you need to deal with. It may be a belief that is healthy and is helpful and your feelings of guilt are just simply telling you that you're not behaving in ways that are healthy and loving and compassionate. You can leave that belief there or you can remove it. That's one of the great things about being aware of your beliefs is that you can change your beliefs at any time. And when you change your beliefs, you change your life. And it's that simple. Now, people who believe that something is wrong in this world are judging it. And oftentimes, they don't have the full picture. They don't have all of the information they need to make an objective decision. They're just going on information that they've been given or they don't understand very well and sometimes they make judgments based on incomplete data and so their beliefs about their world are inaccurate and that's why I say that these things are illusions. The only thing that you really have to be aware of is how do you feel about yourself and if you're not feeling healthy, if you're not feeling loving, if you're not feeling compassionate, if you're feeling that there's something wrong with you or you feel like you've done something terrible and you have these horrible feelings of guilt, then it's something you need to look at. There's some, you know, you have to get still, you have to breathe deeply, and you have to follow the whys down to the core issue of what these feelings are trying to tell you. You know, sometimes the feeling of guilt can actually change your life to where it is free, loving, and compassionate. How, and so feeling guilt, there's nothing wrong. In other words, it's ironic. There's nothing wrong with feeling guilty. The question is, what do you do about it? Do you just let the guilt overwhelm you? Do you have headaches and ulcers and other physical problems because you have this guilt that you're not dealing with? 
Or do you sit down, go talk to a professional, talk to someone who may have lived through it before and successfully navigated that minefield and gotten back to a healthy, happy state? which is how a mature, functioning adult would handle it? Or do we allow people to manipulate us with guilt and shame? And the choice is up to you. This is how we become empowered. This is how we can control our life so that we can have healthy, happy, productive, successful lives is to experience these emotions, whatever they are, take a, you know, sit down and look at them objectively, decide what the message is that they're trying to bring to us, and deal with it accordingly. We can keep it where it is, we can change it, or we can let it go. One of the great things about guilt is that it does sometimes cause us to do the right thing. In other words, it does cause us to act more appropriately. It does cause us to be more compassionate. It does cause us to um, be more loving. And I'm thinking here about the, uh, because this movie Selma is out, and it was just Martin Luther King's holiday, you know, how society dealt with the racial issue over the last 40 years has included feelings of guilt on offending parties. And that was healthy. So sometimes, you know, don't react to guilt as it's a bad thing. Again, it has a message. Again, it forces us to look at things in our lives that probably we wouldn't look at if we weren't feeling guilty. So recognize it as a gift. Ask the guilt, what is it that you want me to know? And then be still and listen for the answer. Sometimes that answer will be life-changing. Perhaps it is something that we have to take action on and change our behavior. Sometimes it's we have to let go of the belief system. So this can be one of the best times of your life, or you can continue on in the belief that you've done something wrong and you're unworthy, you're unlovable, you'll never get it right, you're not good enough, etc., etc., And so, hopefully by listening to these programs on Get Real Radio, you will know by now that emotions are messengers. And they tell us where things aren't working, especially negative emotions. So, it's something that we experience as we grow, as we mature, as we get older, We learn from our behaviors, and we learn what's healthy, we learn what's productive, and we learn what's not. So one of the best times in my life started with feelings of guilt and shame over something that I had 
perceived that I had done wrong. And as I worked through those, um, and to be honest, it was just a judgment that I had made about myself. I hadn't done anything wrong. I was doing what I thought would be best for everybody concerned. It just didn't turn out the way that I wanted to. But as I worked through it, I grew. I gained a lot of wisdom. And hopefully sharing it with you today. So I plan to continue going through uh, the emotional field of all the different major emotions that we experience in life so that uh, we can understand better what these emotions are and how to deal with them. If there's any emotion that you're working on now that you're suffering from and you don't know how to deal with it, please send me an email at james at jamesgrayrobinson.com or uh, you can look on my website, jamesgrayrobinson.com or keep listening to Get Real Radio because I know that a lot of people are getting a lot of uh, useful information from these shows. They call me and let me know how helpful it's been and so that's why I'm here. So this is Get Real Radio. My name is James Robinson, and I look forward to talking to you next week on another emotion. Thank you for listening, and we will be back next week. Thank you again for tuning in to Get Real Radio with James Robinson. Please join us again next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This week, open up your heart and look inside your spiritual self. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 